It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Those spontaneous Biden victory celebrations on Saturday with little to no social distancing came as the U.S. was averaging more than 120,000 new COVID-19 cases a day. Were those Biden victory celebrations coronavirus super spreader events? Health experts, including former Planned Parenthood CEO Leanna Wen, were, quote, extremely concerned they could be. I worry this president will have quite a party. That is, unless um, certain... Uh, sections of law enforcement uh, come after him. And around the world, leaders are welcoming Joe Biden's election and the prospect of re-engaging with the United States. When President Trump was elected, a German magazine showed him decapitating the Statue of Liberty. In the new edition, President-elect Biden is restoring it. Biden put the head back. (laughs) Oh, thank God. The head is back on the Statue of Liberty. I remember that in in Trump's election day. Him, him, um... What's it called? Spelunking is going down the thing with ropes. Repelling. That's right. Repelling up to the top of the Statue of Liberty and sawing its head off. And if you see the um, Der Spiegel uh, illustration, it shows a a bloodied Statue of Liberty with Trump happily holding its head. Jesus, what a bunch of psychos. But that's fine. Maybe that's the, the, um, the theme of today is that there are complete and total psychos. And you'd think that a lot of them so I guess this is where the divide is. A lot of the psychos, the young and dumb psychos, just went nuts this weekend and just got plastered and uh, gave each other in the world more coronavirus, which is fine. Those people, I, I respect that. Like I told you before, I am immature. And um, I was I was envious of these people who were 20 years old out and about getting plastered in the middle of the, of the night in, in, in huge groups. I shouldn't be envious, but I've got the emotional issue. I don't know. So anyway, but but the media, folks in the media are still psychotic. It's as if at this point now they're addicted to panicking. They're addicted to hyperventilating. They can't stop themselves. Trump has lost the election now. 
We're in the middle of the transition, which they're sure isn't going to happen. They still have to hyperventilate. Now they've had four years of a guy who they've said was an authoritarian fascist Hitler. Now for four years, they told us that's exactly who we have. They've brought no evidence. He is not an effective Hitler. He is not an effective authoritarian. He's not an effective fascist. They have dumped on him. Every cable news show, every entertainment show has, um, has you know, totally, totally changed over its business model to simply kvetching and, and, uh, and defaming Donald Trump and panicking. None of the – Colbert is, is crying. Trevor Lawrence is crying. Is it Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Who's Trevor Lawrence? Man, Trevor. I have no idea. They've all they've all stopped doing what they're supposed to do. They've all just gone all in. This has to. Oh my God! Don't you see? We've hired Donald Trump, and you're like, I, I thought this was a comedy show. No, it, there can be no comedy. There can be no comedy. All of this stuff. They've all stopped doing what they've had to do, and still, now you won the election. Now what's it going to be? You know. He's going to keep tweeting after January 20th. He's going to move from the White House, which somehow the move is going to make you angry. Somehow it's going to make you angry. You're going to assume the worst about the move. He's going to go to a place called Mar-a-Lago. That's right. I know that scares you. That's the eagle's nest in your language, I assume. And he's going to keep uh, tweeting. And there, and he's going to go and start a media company. And he's going to build a um, – a, um, he's going to have uh, huge rallies around the country. And you're going to expect the rallies to be white supremacist rallies, but they're not going to be. All the people going to them will be decent people, and they won't misbehave. But you'll act as if they did. You'll have some punks go meet some of the rally goers and throw bricks at their heads. And if the rally goers try to defend themselves, it's rally goers beat brick throwers. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. The fact is that this has not stopped. The total panic hasn't stopped. This is simply – they talk about – in many cities and towns and states, of course, and countries, that racism is a um, is a is it health issue? How do they public phrase? health crisis? P- public health health crisis. You're in the midst of a mental health crisis. You have been since 2016. This is crazy. The way you're acting is crazy. Normal people do not act like this. I understand Trump is a little crazy. That's fine. I get it. We all knew Donald Trump. <laughs> I've known about Donald Trump since about 1986. We all knew Trump through the 80s, through the 90s when he got bought the world's gaudiest yacht, you know, and through the 2000s from your fired when he lost all this crap, when he got stuff back, selling vodka, not selling vodka, all his stuff, getting in long Twitter battles with uh, Rosie O'Donnell and, you know, whatever it is, his whole life has been an over-the-top tabloid life. We all knew this. You should be comfortable with him. You shouldn't suddenly think the man who most people are more familiar with, the news personality, media personality, um, uh, newsmaker, more familiar with than any other man maybe in the last century, you should be fairly comfortable that you know him. And he has not changed that much. Rosie is still a f- is still fat. She so considers some women um, horse heads, horse faces, sorry. Um, he likes you know, still loves gaudy stuff. He's into real estate deals, the Trump brand, golfing. If you didn't know that, oh my God, he's golfing again. Yeah, he's been most of his life golfing the last 30 freaking years. Most of his pictures are him golfing with celebrities when they were allowed to, before they had to be, you know, barked out of uh, polite society. But now, you're still expecting it. He's done none of the things you said he would do. 
He hasn't he hasn't done anything with the Sudeten land. He hasn't done, annexed any other country. He didn't he hasn't done any of these things that you said this horrible monster would do. He certainly hasn't droned American citizens. Now you probably aren't aware that, that ever happened, but it has happened. Just look it up years from now when it's something that's allowed to be discussed. He hasn't sent the intelligence agencies after the media to harass the media. He hasn't used the IRS to harass uh, you know conservative groups. Okay, that would be scary stuff. He did that. Thank God nobody's done that. <laughs> but this is incredible. But they're still afraid. Mika Brzezinski, and I understand, Mika Brzezinski is one of the people who made him. Yeah. She, she's his friend, not me. <laughs> she know. made Trump. And she is telling us now, she's still a little worried. Oh, my God. Because she needs, she's like, wow, he's leaving office. He's going to have no more power. He's going to be a private citizen. But I need a reason. Is this, is this maybe about, is this, this is a sexist sauce, but I'm going to say it. But, but it goes for men, too. Mm -hmm. Could this be a reaction to plastic surgery? Is that what this is? Is this a reaction to psychotropic drugs? Drugs? Is this a reaction to just where the country has been this comfortable in this stupid for so long that we've simply, in character and intelligence, simply atrophied, so that we're just just complete a legion of dumbasses? That's what you're naming this this, <laughs> this episode. Um, it, let me play some Mika before you say anything okay. else. Okay. Okay. Right now, I know that for a lot of you are watching for the first time, and you're probably thinking, why is this fat guy talking <laughs> endlessly and not letting the pretty person talk? And I, believe me, I agree with it. That is just uh, how things, it, she'll be talking very, very quickly, very, very soon. My God, I'm, I'm speaking like Trump more. I worry this president will have quite a party uh, with all of this information that he learned as president when he leaves office. That is, unless Willie... Um, really certain uh, sections of law enforcement uh, come after yeah, him. Yeah, like maybe some of the more lethal ones, <laughs> Willie, if you know what I mean. Because he knows stuff now. The, the law enforcement, they have to kick down his door and and arrest him. I, I do think that this uh, president, this man, has uh, the ability, not just the ability, but the number one sole focus to use everything that he has in his possession for his financial gain but when it comes to classified information and relationships with uh foreign adversaries and can you imagine using the wisdom experience and information that you learned as president for financial gain imagine that i know i can't imagine that anybody would like get speaking engagements or do any lobbying or start charities that or, have you know trade donations for influence you maybe know, a like super that. huge awesome netflix deal imagine that trump is going to profit I mean, off of the white house oh, once again new territory exclusive I mean, to trump because i know that people like hunter biden or chelsea clinton got by purely on merit and absolutely would have had all the jobs they've had and all the um, success that they've had in their lives if their parents Alice, their parents were not their Adolf parents, Hitler their parents were <laughs> their not their parents were not uh, politically involved shall we say I mean come on that's everybody in Congress is a millionaire and they make like so they make a good salary they make one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a year but they also have to buy housing in one of the most expensive markets in the country and jet back and forth to home and Washington D.C. and stuff so it's not like a crazy big you're going to become a millionaire salary when you take that into account and uh yet they're all somehow getting rich so 
I mean, this but is. But still, I mean, and that's, and I understand that, and that happens all over the place, and politics is dirty, and a lot of people simply run for president simply for the brand enhancement and for the book deals and for the gigs on Fox or MSNBC, et cetera. Like Trump. Right. A lot of people <laughs> think that's exactly what that was. And you can look at Gingrich, et cetera. You go there, it's funny, you know, Gingrich goes, runs for president, spends his whole time on the stump and in debates destroying the media mm-hmm. and winning, you know, allegiance from conservatives. And, you know, Trump watched that and said, you know, put that in my quiver because I will be doing that when I, oh, yeah. when, I when I run. And friends and conversations that need to be had. This is Jeez. dangerous. And I worry Donald Jeez. Trump takes information out of the White House. And I don't know if we've ever seen someone who wants to abuse information that he took in while in office, but he will. And again, well, is this not the biggest crime <laughs> in history? He will. Let's let's indict him now on charges of of intending to use information he learned as president right now. To, mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's, I just think he will. Hmm. Plus, you know, I what? can't imagine any of the other noble, good-hearted public servants that we've ever elected to public office would ever do such a thing. But Trump, now that he's different, totally and, different. And of course, by the way, Trump saying dispensing information from the White House would be the first leak of this administration, I think, probably. (laughs) Barely has it happened that somebody's leaked and the media has taken what information that should be confidential and spread it. Yay! All over the place. Just to show, Mm -hmm. look, there's chaos in the White House or else we wouldn't have this document, by the way. I also know that they have really high standards for taking information that may have been hacked or taken off of a a device in some sort of illicit fashion that they're not quite sure the provenance of the information. They're they're extremely careful about that as well. And I'll just say that Donald Trump uh, has access to everything and when he leaves he continues to have a great deal of information that he could use to his benefit god i hope so i hope he's like been rifling through by the (laughs) way the great hillary clinton who mika loved last time around Mm -hmm. she had fbi files that she was pouring through in the uh in the uh the the where the residence is in the white house that Mm -hmm. they found that somebody stumbled on and said why are you going through all these fbi files are you elected to anything and Hillary said, "Leave the room." But that was her. <laughs> that was her doing stuff. But he's going to have all this stuff. By the way, if he if he knows something, the fact that he hasn't completely and totally <laughs> one just released every bit of information the government had on the oh, JFK well, assassination. Coming. That is crazy that he hasn't done that. Aliens. To, yeah, I want the aliens immediately. I want everything in Area Fifty One. I want all the engagement we've had. We've had. Where is this guy? I, do I can't. Think- I mean, you hire somebody who's going to be completely off the wall as far as convention goes and he can't he can't give us the good stuff i want all of that stuff did bobby kill marilyn i want that stuff trump i want trump if you're listening <laughs> find release the emails and i want hillary's emails as a matter yes, of fact the hillary's ones about emails. doing yoga in front of uh, her daughter's uh, wedding i want all of those all of those <laughs> out immediately well right i mean i do think that uh that's coming. You know, once he accepts the loss and these things have played out, I think he's going to start trying to release more stuff. And I think the intelligence community is going to try and put a lid on it. But do you think so? The intelligence community. God, the I fact mean, that we all know words like intelligence community and lid now. So, lid. Ugh. And his personality has shown that he doesn't have a lot of discipline beyond using information or people 
or um, relationships to his financial gain. It's always about the money. You follow the money, you end up. Is there any chance that Joseph Scarborough and Mika Anastasia uh, Brzezinski ever used their relationship with Donald Trump for financial gain? No, I wouldn't say so at all. This is too beautiful. With what the what the answer is to the question, what's with Russia? You look at Turkey. You look at his relationship in Saudi Arabia and how he handled everything. It's all leading to potential past financial transactions that might have been stop, stopped that never came to fruition or future financial transactions. And I worry this president will have quite a party. It's all leading to absolute potential potential corruption when he's going to sell all the stuff no whoa okay that was we lost is, you though did we you're off camera no. okay so what you have to do is <laughs> plug that camera back in or did, did the usb get pulled out no the usb is still in i'm still connected to the oh i got pulled oh i see i we're, i'm up i just got pulled okay i see so that is our first this is our first uh go round with the video cameras this is a beta uh, performance here, by the way. You told us. You hear dogs fighting out there. So now you'll be able to see this stuff. You, that was a child. That was Anson Shattuck, who you just heard. You close the door. Who's a five-year-old. <clears throat> he is five, right? Yes. And he came in and tripped over some stuff. There will be... Uh, <laughs> it could have been more catastrophic. I thought it would, would be. I yeah. thought there was something I knew how to troubleshoot. But thankfully, he just jarred the camera, <laughs> which is fine. But uh, so back to Mika. Uh, with all of this information that he learned as president when he leaves office, that is unless Willie um, certain. That is unless Willie. And let's get down and dirty on this to be frankly dirty. Willie, someone needs to go in there and throw the guy in cuffs. Right. You with me, Willie? Right. Right. He needs to be arrested. Right. And Willie is Willie guy is who has had a career in his life is thinking like, Jesus, why? Why is it? Why does she have to throw this question to me? I want to get a gig after this is all over here, doing journalism stuff. And I have her being you know, this <laughs> moon batty person saying, admit it. Well, she sounds like, does sound like a drunk person at a bar. We're going to have to go in there. We're just going to have to, Willie. Really. Uh, sections of law enforcement uh, come after him. Yeah, he could find himself in a, any number of courts. But, but mostly, can we go to commercial, uh, Mika? I'm uncomfortable <laughs> with this, but uh, thank you. Well, I've said this before, but there are plenty of people on the left who uh, assume that Trump is going to be in jail pretty soon after he leaves office and are going to be extremely disappointed if that doesn't come true. I agree with that. I mean, I do think that the Southern District District of New York will try to go after him. That said, I think that they've probably tried to go after him for 40, 50 years. I mean, Giuliani is a good friend of Trump now. But Trump would have been a nice, nice trophy to have back <laughs> in the so. 80s when you were purple walking a lot of people. And he was totally clean. People can say that he's he was, uh, you know, a bad, dirty businessman or whatever. And I, I've heard both things. I've heard that he's a great businessman and very kind and the sweetest guy on earth. And I've heard he's a bastard. But uh, either way, but, but who knows? We'll see what happens. But it, it just can't stop. They cannot give themselves just a, just a minute, just to lay off the gas for a second. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to be upset. And at the same time, some are just absolutely ebullient. Ebullient is a word that means happy, yes? Yes. Are absolutely ebullient that uh, change is finally coming and that finally, finally, 
the rest of the world will respect us again because really it's about what those cliques over there think about us. Remember, the, Europe loved Obama because <laughs> Obama was Trudeau. It's the same guy essentially, except, well, I don't... And Macron. I'll move around. Those people. Yes, exactly. Uh, skinny jeans uh, kind of guy, you know, not necessarily great uh, throwing the first pitch out. Knows a little bit of other languages. He's just, you know, the toast of the time. That's his crowd, you know? Right. And they are thrilled that even though Joe Biden actually is not their crowd either, but oh, no. he is not Trump. And Trump was mean to them. And he wanted them to pay more. And this whole, they didn't get to feel elegant and global. And they knew that Trump didn't like globalism. And even though it was elegant to watch and the ceremonies and the, mm-hmm. the, um, the high society, uh, both etiquette and pomp and circumstance, oh, they mm-hmm. loved it. The only thing Trump liked was tank parades because he's Trump. <laughs> well, but don't you think it's kind of interesting? Like, what is the difference, really? Because both Trump and Biden are sort of, like like you said, not fully in that circle, right? They're both sort of not quite the wasp class of the world elites, mm-hmm. you know? So... And I know in other countries they're not wasps, but here generally those people have been wasps, you know. Right, like yeah, the well-heeled, the beautiful, money, well-heeled, beautiful people. The right. Brahmin people, you know. And, you know, but it's funny because Joe Biden is the sort of not quite in their class person that they like. Like he talks about, you know, being a lifeguard down at the pool and how he came from Scranton. Remember how when Obama first picked him as vice president, he was scrappy? That's what everybody kept saying about him. He's scrappy. He takes the train. Like, mm. they love that. It's It shows that he's, like, of good character, whereas Trump is, like, the nouveau riche, trashy kind of oh, totally. lower class. Because well, he's trying to be in their right. clique more so, I think, than Biden is. Biden isn't trying to pass himself off as as rich. I mean, even though he's obviously trying to get rich, like all of them. But Yeah, he's, 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 he's sorry, succeeded as well. But, yeah, no, yeah, Biden was also from Scranton and... Where was he? Scranton, and he was always from two places. Scranton, Pennsylvania, and whatever he was. Somewhere in Delaware. In Delaware. Yeah. Always from two places. I'm from Scranton and then Delaware. There's Sally Shattuck. I don't know if she's on camera here. No, she's How not yet. Okay. Sally Shattuck. <laughs> the, the kids are nice enough to uh, drop in one by one with us uh, today. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you, Sally. I'll be seeing you in a bit. <laughs> it's like hecklers. But, um, oh, yeah. no, no, there's more coming. We need to get one of something huge. To, we need one of those uh, police barricades. What's that called? <laughs> I don't know. The big cop door thing. But Biden's not really like, he's not one of these feet guys really, but he, he'll try to be. All the Scranton stuff is out the door now. As soon as mm-hmm. he's inaugurated, he's going to be, he's a really well-off career politician from BC, from D.C. And they all become it, it, homogeneous after a while and... He's going to be no different, really, than John Kerry. I mean, Kerry is a special kind of jerk, but but um, he's a lifelong senator, and they are they love to hear themselves speak, and it, they uh, feel that their very aura, being within a quarter of a mile of you, is of some import to your life, and that you will never forget the experience. And just one of those things, but mm-hmm. but. Uh, We'll see what happens. I'm not surprised. I don't, I've never, and it's such an intellectually weak thing to go to, to say that, you know what, Europe doesn't respect us anymore. NATO doesn't respect us. Our allies don't respect us anymore. Allies always hate. Western Europe always hates um, Republican presidents. They hated Bush. They hated Reagan. I remember in, during Reagan, you could see it all over the place. There were always huge global, that is Cyril Shattuck, 
guys, or as Jerry Callahan calls him, Cy Shattuck, named after Cy Young. He just turned three years old. Is that correct, Alice? That's not correct, no. He just turned two years old? He's two and a, like, seven months or he's, more than that. Yeah. He's two and seven months. Yeah. Anson just turned five years old. True. That's the, that was That's the first true. interloper was Anson, who bowled over the camera. Second one was Sally, who heckled me in front of the camera. And this is Cyril Shattuck, and he is actually generally, he is, hi, he's actually the funniest guy we have as a young person. And he is a funny man. He's the one in that video. If you saw the video of the two kids, uh, when we asked them, told them that Donald Trump was no longer president, Biden had won, who was like, what? And um, <laughs> and he's also the one who's afraid of dinosaurs. You're afraid of dinosaurs, Cyril, right? You'd like dinosaurs? He just woke up, so yeah, I he don't is know. not seem pleased with me, man. the The world is seeing your death stare for the first time, <laughs> Cyril. But I'm used to it. Uh, so, I mean, that's what's uh, that's what's happening right now. More and more, the the as much the kid the 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 Zoomers are partying, getting plastered in the streets. They don't care. They don't know that who what Joe Biden is or what really Trump is. They know Trump's the bad dude with the hair on the. Mm-hmm. So they don't they voted for democracy, honey. Right. Well, they're yeah, but they're by and large are clueless. What we saw out pouring out in the streets this Saturday, which no leftist, no left media, no public health official, no president elect had any problem with, even though there were tens of millions of people in the streets together partying plastered, absolutely not social distancing. Singing, Singing. chanting, yelling. Exactly. All these things that we're told are killing us since mm-hmm. the world is over. Um, you know, there's a few different class. None of them were castigated by the media, anyway. But the uh, the young people had a good time. They got away with it. Then you've got the people like Mika, who is totally two more hogs got the fever. She got the fever, and she is broken as a person. There's a good percentage of the population, probably 28 million people, who are just broken human beings and maybe not fixable. And then there are people who, the media people, who are just so thrilled that they can play make-believe about the gallantry and decency in Washington, D.C., especially Mm -hmm. media types. Oh, they love this stuff. They love it. They love to talk down to you from on high about the respect has been returned to the White House. 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the executive mansion once again will be flowing with integrity and the (laughs) foresight and forethought of of uh, along the lines of those great men who once inhabited mm-hmm. the executive mansion once again. And you have to bring up how Biden has experienced grief so he understands human pain. We finally have an empathetic person in the White House again. Exactly. And the best barometer of that, of course, is what the world thinks about it. And around the world, leaders are welcoming Joe Biden's election and the prospect of re-engaging with the United States. Joe Biden has won the- much of the I love it. It's the prospect of re-engaging. Now, in days of days past, in the old times, they would absolutely re-engage. But alas, nobody has had such a monster as this last president run the executive branch of government. So it's not guaranteed that we'll be able to re-engage. Some of these relationships between the United States and other countries are simply over forever. They're crumbled. They're sour relationships. We'll never again be able to look the UK in the eyes. Those days are over. The Canadians will look askance at us if we ever uh, hold out an olive branch. That is over. Trump was so bad that he ruined it forever. It can never be fixed or healed. It is over. Over. 
But maybe, maybe the prospect that maybe they can re-engage, at least that flicker of hope now is illuminating the world. The world is reacting to President Trump's defeat as if Americans toppled a dictator. The world. <laughs> Jesus, you know, you know, somebody had to last second, like, say, uh, you got to throw as if in there. You can't just say Americans toppled a dictator. I know you believe it, Carl, or whatever your name is. But uh, can't just say that. Americans toppled the dictator. You'd think in the rest of the world, some of these other countries actually know what dictators are. Um, And pretty recent memory, too. I mean, some of them have dictators right now. And, you know, America's completely free. People can do whatever they Cuban want. Cuban-Americans yeah. feel that America toppled the dictator? <laughs> Jesus. Joe Biden's administration was hanging out with Raul Castro at a baseball game. I had to get rid of it. You degraded America. Congratulations have poured in for President-elect Biden. That's oh normal. What's not is the sense of relief that America first isolationism is over. The I have a particular sense of relief that America first isolationism has come to an end. Nobody said that. <laughs> Nobody said that. Nobody who's not in media or academia in another country, not just another, you know, liberal from another country. Americans, thankfully, that's over. How are There's... we isolationists? I mean, other than, like, not being in the Iraq war, which the rest of the world, I thought, didn't like in the first place, really. Well, if we join a healthy coalition. No, you know how we're isolationists? Paris climate is how we're isolationists. Oh. Trump pulled out of that in the Iran deal, and he pulled out of that. That's called, if you don't give a whole bunch of cash for terrorists to kill innocent people around the world, you're an isolationist. And if you don't hang around in a climate accord that that way puts over uh, ways and overburdens Americans, even though we've hit our goals, but looks to be punitive to Americans while letting the Chinese and Indians do whatever the hell they want, then that's being isolationist again. If you don't get stepped on by foreign countries and pushed around and treated like a chump, then you are an isolationist. Mayor of Paris tweeted, Welcome back, America. When President Trump the mayor of Paris is what I have to say. So two you're things about that. You're going to have to go back and bleep that now. I will bleep that in in the audio, but you're going to have to find a way to bleep that in the video. <laughs> That's my job good. now. Okay. Like, I will never. <laughs> I don't care. There, a lot of things can bother me, and but in in politics forever. But what the mayor of Paris ever says about anything American, I will never care about. I will never care about the freaking mayor of Paris ever or the mayor of London. I like England. I think it's a wonderful place. Any of these, any of these Euro lefty freaking, uh, you know, social esque, uh, you know, dominated boutique countries, I have no time for. The mayor of Paris is happy. Screw you, mayor of Paris. Jesus Christ. God. You have to be 100 years away, is my rule. You have to be at least 100 years away from dumb, gruff, boorish Americans having liberated your country before you're allowed to say anything about anything American. That's my rule. Okay. Sorry about that. You know, those of you listening, this is new to us because this, this is our first video. But I stopped the audio recording there for a moment. Uh -oh. So, um, But those of you watching saw it happen. Those of you listening would have had no idea. But that's that's where we are. Um, 
It is so good. Trump was elected. A German magazine showed him decapitating the Statue of Liberty. Uh -huh. In the new edition, President-elect Biden is restoring it. Um, somebody put that together. Are you on video, Alistair? No. Have you seen what's happening? No. Okay. Somebody, who's what's on video? Just a black screen. Why don't you just make it all me? That's harder. Is it really? Well, it's just a little more complicated when I have him needing, because I have to move your screen because I have it cropped now. We're learning as we go. I'm taking your wisdom. Whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I could set it up to do it more easily. No, no, no. Just... I'm just asking I'm just asking live. The people want to know how this how this gets built. Where did you just did this today? It's a man tool, by the way. I'm using. Right, Alice? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I... But can you imagine Donald Trump in the first issue of Der Spiegel was decapitating the Statue of Liberty. It is crazy. In the second one, second one, uh, Biden's restoring, puts the head back on. And you want me to care what these psychos think? Jeez. In this new episode, we will have the head put back on the Statue of Liberty. But Joe Biden, he is good. He would put, he's the kind of guy who would put a head back on. Oh my God! By the way, the some of the most uh, prolific uh, decapitators of the last uh, fifty years were ISIS, and under Biden they did really well, and under Trump they mostly were uh, burned. Oh, I didn't realize you were going to say ISIS because the more recent statue decapitators I could think of were uh, American lefties. Well, I like that. That's damn it, Alice. I wish I had thought of that. Yeah, we will write I about don't that. Know. Nobody has. Knocked over any statues in America except for uh, that is a great except point. for Antifa or whatever, and the you know these college students who hate Columbus and stuff. So I mean, I assume they're going to have a problem with the Statue of Liberty at some point too. Probably somebody who was involved in that also had slaves or something or whatever, or was evil or well who knows? said. I Alice. mean, they're well said. I will write about that this weekend. I think oh for. For Sunday or Monday. Well said, Alice. So what will actually change? My feeling is on the statues. Is it sure? Sure. You know, you have this uh, this whole thing with Der Spiegel showing Trump behead a statue and then Biden put the head back on. But the from what I've seen from 2020 is that it's liberals and crazy woke progressives who have been decapitating statues. Right, so I assume statues. in your version, which is the audio version, you're just going to cut out Correct. my whole contribution. You are, there was no contribution. Engagement is back. Engagement is back. Oh. Engagement is back. My God, isn't that wonderful? I Does thought, that mean... Um, is engagement back with um, the dictator of North Korea who has nukes where engagement and diplomacy might be something valuable? Or is that gone? Because I think this president engaged with him pretty well in a mildly obscene way, I agree. But still, you know... <laughs> It, with some results. What and, about engagement in the Middle East with Israel and all the Arab countries? Like I was just saying, what about engagement in the Middle East with Israel and those Gulf Arab states, mostly the Sunni states, who needed the U.S. And the U.S. and Israel together completely remade the landscape in the Middle East. And it, it, there, we have never been closer to peace in the Middle East than we are right now. Is there any – what other – what's my next good point, Alice? <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Hmm. So let's see. Engagement. What about engagement to? I was going to say the other thing I was going to say about engagement being back is that maybe that means that um, we'll go back to like sending James Taylor when French terrorists, because, you know, a lot of French terrorists have been killing people in France lately. And we have not sent any American musicians to heal the hearts of the French people. So maybe we'll go back to doing that. Uh, Another great point, Alice. Another great point. I was uh, I was going to de- to 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 be head man, and then I hear fire and rain. It can no do now. Can no do. Oh man, I'm not a James Taylor lover. He is a. I think he's probably a really nice guy. He does live right here in Massachusetts. Um, but uh, I've um, he is the guy to send over if you're going to be a dumb progressive American. You do send him over. Biden says he'll refund the WHO, rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. Great. Oh, man. You mean the people who hid the coronavirus epidemic from the world for months and told us there was no human-to-human transmission in mid-January? Those people? Wait, those are you, the people wait we're a second. Fund? Are you just, did you just say Kung Flu? Because it sounds like what you said is racist to me. Or did you say Wuhan virus? No, the WHO. I know, but you're saying that they hid something to do with I'm China. I'm saying the if, WHO if say, hid the right. human-to-human transmission of the virus but, from the world in mid-January. Yes, but you're not allowed to push back on anything the WHO did in January because that's pushing back on the Chinese, and that is racist if you didn't know. Oh, I those didn't are the rules. Those are the rules for approximately 60 more days, maybe less. I'm not even sure how long the whole thing takes. Meanwhile, back here in Massachusetts... Um, in the United States, uh, we are all about to close down again. Yeah, Chicago's done. New York is done. Everybody's shutting down. Back to quarantine, baby. And it is... I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, but at this point, you might as well not... Just not report on anything. At this point, just make the news up. I know they have been making the news up as well, but usually they work off something. They work off a subject or something in the news that's happening. At this point... Just make it up. Why not? Flying rabbit scene, uh, you know, in the cockpit of the space shuttle smoking weed. Go with it. Dateline, Texas. A uh, yellow-tailed fleck rabbit was found, you know, behind the the yoke of the space shuttle Sunday when maintenance crews discovered him smoking a cannabis uh, reefer in... Might as well. Everything is so made up now. It's just, just might as well. It's because when you when we've got this thing going through the roof, COVID going through the roof right now, and nobody says anything. When there's a huge party in the streets, huge millions and millions and millions. We saw everything. You can't go out. You can't be with your family for Thanksgiving because there are parties in the streets and everybody's going to die. Et cetera, et cetera. You can't do that whatsoever. The media is telling you you need to quit. Cancel your plans. That's you listening to this podcast right now. That's you right there. And that's other people who are trying to work for a living and eke by. You can't go out in the streets. You can't do anything whatsoever. It is not cool to do that whatsoever. You know, because this virus, if you go out, you will spread the virus amongst people, between yourselves, even if you're younger people, and that'll spread to older people. And then they will die because the hospitals are already full. They're already full across the country. In some cases, of course, you know, that full means 14% coronavirus and 86% everything else. But that's fine. But the hospitals are already full. You're literally killing people if you do any of that. You can't do that. Trump killed people. He killed um, uh, Herman Cain. 
He, Trump has killed 250,000 people because he would not promote social distancing or masks. Social distancing or masks, those must be promoted. If we can social distance and, and stay away from each other and not yell and party next to each other and spit in our masks, then we'll finally we'll finally uh, end this thing. The virus will go away. Lives will be saved. If we don't do that, millions of people will die. And, and if they die, by the way, that is a, a malicious murder that's happened Absolutely. So anytime we see people in groups at all, at all, we will, we should condemn it. And law enforcement, at like they're chasing Jewish people in New York through schools for some reason, law enforcement should be following up and pursuing these people who do this, who go out in groups at all <coughs> and finding the hell out of them, every single person, and they should be making arrests when they need to because this is so deadly. This pandemic is so deadly that we cannot let people congregate. At all, no funerals, no Thanksgiving, no uh, Halloween. Unless you put the, unless you put the uh, the piece of candy through a five hundred yard piece of PVC pipe, you cannot gather at all. That is it. The weather was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Here it is November. It's unseasonably warm on the on this side of the country. You know, sometimes during the campaign you saw people all bundled up in coats. But I can't get over how warm. It's almost like Mother Nature was cooperating. This is victory speech meets tailgate, George. We have never seen something quite like this. There is also a sense of euphoria in yeah. this country. I, I call it unbridled exuberance. This feels like a victory celebration for a baseball team, a football team. It reminds me of Mardi Gras. On Monday... It's unbridled exuberance. If it's you and your friends or family together, it's murderous, selfish behavior. But, you know, we've just, you know, it's victory over Trump Day, so the public health, the COVID will stand down and stand by for one day. Oh, if you've been to a parade, oh, yeah. that's yeah. what it feels like, a big old celebration. Look at these images. This is football season, right? This, this, this looks like Friday night in America after your favorite. Friday nights in America are back, at least for one night, thanks to Joe Biden. Your team just won the state championship. You feel it. The, the, the joy is palpable out there. Right away, people were running to this area. This has been the biggest day. Nobody condemns him. Nobody. And even the new elected coronavirus president, we brought in Joe Biden because he right. wears a mask. He knows how to do this. He's the coronavirus president. I would have had this done right away. Trump caused 30,000 deaths a month. for Joe Biden knows how to beat this. Damn it, he knows what to do. Joe, anything? Do you have anything to say to anybody who's out in the streets now? And according to your science, and I follow the science. According to your science, by the way, that's spreading the disease. I follow the science. Is there anything to say? Have anything to say to these people? Maybe, possibly, uh, stop partying soft, uh, you know, uh, crunched into, you know, crowded spaces all over the place, hugging and kissing and getting plastered over is, do you have anything to say to them? Maybe to maybe stop doing that? Media, anything to say? President Biden, anything to say? <laughs> Nothing to say. Crickets completely. It just stopped. These people are total frauds. But hey, the virus doesn't spread. When when a Biden when Biden wins, the virus doesn't spread in Boston. Yay! <coughs> have fun! Screw it! Screw it! Trump is gone, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, nothing, can, nothing can do anything. It doesn't spread in Philly. It's all over. It's all over. COVID's all over. On each other.
What is it called? Is it dropules, modules? What is it called? Those little droplets of droplets, I guess they are. Yes. All through the Philadelphia night sky. Yay! Nobody, anybody condemning this? Republican, Democratic governor, Democratic mayor, Democratic president elect, Anthony Fauci, Deborah Bricks, Burks, whatever it is. Anybody? Anybody? The lion, WHO guy? The Chi- Anybody have anything to say? Anything in Chicago? The psychotic mayor of Chicago. Anything to say about this particular gathering? You already beat, for some reason, like clamped down with your shock troops on a gay party at a beach where there was 11 people there four months ago. Anything about this? They don't give a f- about you. What about your people in Brooklyn and Queens and all those areas in New York? Anything? Nothing. Hey, hey, hey. Who gives a bleep? It's a lie. It's a lie. Joe Biden, do you have anything to say to these people? They're all going to cause mass murder. 250,000 is going to be about 300 million dead when this is all over, according to the mathematics of science, considering these are all super spreader events. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. Fantastic. That is great. Okay, Bill de Blasio, anything from you? You're right there. You're right there at ground zero. Meanwhile, for some reason, your law enforcement is are chasing Jewish people around <laughs> out of churches and educational facilities, you're running after them, which seems absolutely fine. No red flag whatsoever. There's nothing Hitler about chasing Jewish people. Um, Bill de Blasio, who's actually at one of these rallies, what do you have to say? Is it should these young kids, should these, should everybody out there during the celebration go inside? This is a public health disaster, right? New York's going to be overrun. Tens of thousands more dead. It's liberation. It's just joyous. People have felt this weight. And a sense of we're divided, and we, we shouldn't be that way. And now there's a feeling that... Didn't Hugh Grant tell us that it felt like Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein? Was sitting on his yes. chest. Yes, isn't that a weight <laughs> that you're going to feel like if you get this soon? Mm-hmm. What about all the coffins in Coney Island, wherever they showed us in, in mm-hmm. a few months ago? You know, when you needed the comfort ship to come steaming by, and all the liberals said it would never get there. Jesus, but now... So what do we do about these huge crowds during the pandemic where everybody's going to die? It's liberation! Psycho. Anything's possible, that we can heal again, that we can move forward. And, and look, Joe Biden and Colin- How are we going to heal again when we're flatlining in the ER? Actually, we can heal again by... <laughs> Great. We're healing again by dying. Kamala Harris did something amazing. This is turning out to be a huge victory all over the country. <laughs> but it's also the beginning of the healing. That's what we need Jesus. in this country, this city, everywhere. Chuck Schumer, so many dead, so many dying, please. Now we take Georgia, and then we change the world. Yeah! Now we take Georgia, and then we change America. Yay! <sighs> Yay, we love changing America, especially with no mask on. <sighs> Schumer was... The first time he said it, that was somebody telling him to put on a mask. And Are you back in camera yet? Not yet. I'm trying to get rid of this person. Yes, there is a two-year-old um, bothering me. Harassing. Let's just leave it. At harassing. That. We will. We will do. Harassing my wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right now, which is something that happens uh, usually. So uh, let's see. We we needed to. The coronavirus stuff is happening. How bad is it, Alice? I'm. I, I don't know what to believe. I always hear. I get these wire stories every six and a half days. Hospital somewhere is, are somewhere are being overrun. Generally, I find that when you look into it deeper, sure they're overrun, but it's a small number of COVID cases. Okay, so I mean. The ICUs being overrun is a little overblown at the moment. I mean, sure, in some areas, but like ICUs run at like 70, 80% capacity anyway, because we don't, we're not in the habit of having a bunch of empty ICU beds just sitting around. Like hospitals don't do that. So hospitals are hotels for sick, pe sick people, if you didn't know, and they make a lot of money there. They're in the sick people business. So that's, there's normally people in ICUs because people get sick from other things besides COVID. Um, so. You know, when you hear that because of COVID, the ICUs are now at 90% capacity in this area or whatever, that that may not necessarily be a huge cause for alarm, depending. Um, but um, we're definitely heading back up. It's definitely not looking good. It's a bigger surge than in the summer. It's hitting some of the places that didn't get hit before, like the Plains states. And it's coming back to some places that did get hit early on the Northeast, which is like Boston, New York. Breaking news, California has become the second state to surpass 1 million COVID-19 infections since the start of the pandemic. Yeah, I think Texas so, was first. So, Alice, what if 150 million Americans get this, but the death rate is very small? It still means a lot of deaths, right? So, is that well, the point? Right. So, I mean... So, it's not the Spanish flu. It's not... Uh, it could be close to the Spanish flu, I think, in the end. Um, it's it's not the swine flu, that's for sure. Because the swine flu, 60 million Americans got, and... Um, really? Yeah. But only, like, 12,000 or 15,000 or something died, because it was... It had a very, very extremely low death rate. But... So this death rate is definitely higher than that because obviously we've ha already had way more people than that die. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how many Americans will ultimately end up getting this. It's kind of hard to guess. And, and you know, people do die from this. Um, older people in particular, certainly. Um, but, you know, I, I think that Europe is having problems containing it. Now, some of the places that had trouble containing it early are, you know, starting to be back in the news with spikes. Massachusetts, New York, um, some of the Midwestern are states. Are you on camera like, yet? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on camera. Um, and, and Chicago, um, these places are, are not looking great. And a lot of these places also had huge shouty gatherings mm -hmm. um, this past weekend. Which well, was cannot... it good? Was it celebratory shouty for Biden? Um, I don't think that affects COVID droplets. Mm. Um, I just don't. I just mm. don't think it affects COVID droplets. I don't think they know whether you're in a church mm. choir you or not you're hear shouting this? Shattuck is making her return to video after being harassed, and that is Cyril Shattuck with her, who's thrilled to see himself. Oh, jeez. <laughs> who's that, Cyril? Uh, all right, Alice. So how is your video experience today so far, other than the harassment that you've gotten? Mm -hmm. I moved you. Yep, that's you. Um, It's been good. I think the video's going pretty well. I mean, we'll see. We'll get it up on YouTube for you guys. So if you're listening to this, it might even... Oh. 
be on YouTube by now. Um, so should we? Um, what about all the other things? What about like um, locals and Patreon and all those other things? Do we throw it everywhere or no? Um, we'll see. What do you guys? Will you let us know where you want to see this? I mean, if you're watching anyway, uh, you know, I had intended to, you know, try to take the weekend and drop 111 pounds. <laughs> but you want this, then you know, fine. And that's my final, my you know. Yeah, we've been getting demands for YouTube, and I mean, while we can put up just audio episodes on YouTube, YouTube is traditionally considered a video uh, website. So, right. so we figured we'd try and get a video up for you guys and uh, give us feedback. Tell us what you think, how it how it went. Um, you know, maybe you enjoy getting to see the interruptions live and in person. Um. I don't watch stuff on YouTube generally. I mean, I just I'm I use my iPhone and to walk around and and do stuff while I listen to podcasts. And if I have YouTube on at all, either my phone will close to standby and it, and it dies, or you have to keep the app open, right? Unless you pay for it, which of course, or yeah, somebody was telling us a hack like you can put the website into desktop mode, or yeah. um, I mean, I suppose people can just listen on a computer, too. Like, if you are at a job where you can have headphones on at work, yes. I guess. We don't want, by the way, we don't want uh, suggestions on how to hack our way through stuff or cheats or other workarounds uh, to save money at all. But send every one of them to us, please, because I will use each and every one of them. I am uh, happy to, to give it to the man as much as possible. It does not, did not sound right. But Do you want to say hi, Cyril? Say hi. You want to say hello? Uh-oh. Nothing. Hi, Oh, hi. Hi, Cyril. Okay. Nobody wants to see this, Elf. Okay. I think. Oh, maybe they do. Who knows? Nice people do. I'm just not one of them. But Okay. 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 No, no, no. I just, I assume. that You don't want to see kids, right? Don't lie. Any guy who's listening doesn't want to see kids. And I don't blame you guys. I, I'm not a kid person either. I just have a lot of them. All right. So, anything else that we need to talk about before we go since it's our inaugural video day? Anything else jump out at you? Um... You know, look out for COVID out there. Um, oh, he wants my head. Look out for COVID out there. Look out for COVID. Okay, out so there. we have Don't. nothing. So we're done. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, I mean, Jesus. no, this is spiking. Okay, I want to be clear. We with really. Everybody. You put a camera in front of you, and you're now a news cupcake. <laughs> Make sure your four-legged friends are also warm, please, everybody. She's, no. You know, <laughs> before you go to bed, why don't you hug your kids a little bit harder tonight? <laughs> no. We'll be right back here yeah. the same time tomorrow night. Stop. I like our if our listeners die, honey, then our show won't be very successful. So Guys, don't this tell is a them. this is a PSA. Look out for COVID. <laughs> All right. Look out for it. Most of the people I know who've passed away from it weren't looking out for it. <laughs> you know, you never know. It'll it's sneaky. Look out for COVID. What else what else is there, Alice? What about anything on yellow snow? <laughs> so i mean usually i suggest people swim immediately after eating where are you on <laughs> all right all right i think that might be it for a while who handles uh getting Derek clegg to start playing us out alice Is that you or me that's you Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you for tolerating this video broadcast. And you can see my wife's life right now <laughs> being hang hassled by kids, etc. I I always tell my wife I never 
know why anybody would be a single mother. <laughs> um, that's also what's happening to me while I make the show notes. But for now, uh, go ahead, check us out on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. You can also shoot us an email, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. And now you can check us out at Tom Shattuck's Burn Barrel on YouTube. See you later, everybody. Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.